0: I was impressed, song you've never sung before that has leaders, some of you picked up were the leaders, the rest of you joined in with all, first verse was a little shaky but you hadn't had any practice, and by verses 2 and 3, not a problem, I'm impressed. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. I've noticed in my parenting, the last few months especially, the words I use, I need to be careful about. I'm not talking about swearing or cursing or anything like that around my kids. I'm talking about the meaning of the words, what I intend for the meaning, and what they actually understand. Uh, The biggest example is when I use the word Hear. Hear me. Hear what I say. Did you hear me? I know you heard me. I started to realize that I can't just say the word hear. So I started moving on to listen. Listen to what I have to say. Take it in. Understand it. But even that wasn't enough. I understood what I really meant when I was telling my kids to hear me. I wanted them to obey me, obey my words. It didn't just mean let your eardrum vibrate and send signals to your head so you could understand my words. It meant take it in, consider it, and do it. So when those times come and you go, didn't you hear me? I'm saying to them, You didn't do what I asked, so I'm going to repeat it for you. (laughs) A learning process, as parenting always is. But I think that's also a learning process for us as Christians to grow, to grow in the word, to grow in the faith. We see from Samuel in the Old Testament this morning. There the Lord is calling him. Samuel is in the temple, ministering to Eli the priest's, And it says, Samuel does not yet know the Lord. How is it that Samuel, being raised in the temple itself, does not yet know the Lord? Well, it doesn't mean that he's never heard of God. It means he has not been trained into how to obey God. One chapter earlier, the Bible tells us about Eli's sons. Priests in the temple, who also did not know the Lord. Clearly that does not mean that they didn't know who God was. What it meant was that Eli's sons, who were said of that they were very evil in the sight of God, it means they did not obey God. They did not follow his will. Eli's sons did what pleased them, worshipped whoever they wanted, whatever they wanted, And did what made them happy. So when we hear that Samuel did not know the Lord, it means that he had not been trained in how to listen and obey. Because he clearly heard the Lord calling his name. And he got up and ran to Eli, assuming it was Eli. Finally, it was Eli who said, who perceived and said, the Lord is calling you. Next time he does this, say, Speak, Lord. Your servant listens, hears. And the next time the Lord calls, Samuel follows and obeys Eli's word. And now the word of God is once again coming into Israel. They had gone years without it, no visions. The, pro- the priests had not known the Lord. You have to excuse me. Okay. (laughs) So, as I parent and tell my kids to hear me, and as I am a pastor and telling you to hear the Lord, in January, in the office, we wrote about reading through the Bible this year. I invited you to join me in reading through the Bible, we invited you to join us in reading the Lutheran Library. Digging deep into the faith. More than just hearing, but understanding and obeying. We talked about raising up our children in the church to train them to know the Lord. To come to church and hear the word of God is a wonderful thing. To go back home and act like it was just banging your eardrum around and sending signals is another you are called to hear the word of the Lord, to let it enter in, work around in your minds, enter into your hearts, and then lead you in the ways that are pleasing to God. Nathaniel in the gospel lesson, is another example. He is under the fig tree. Now, this could mean, through studying, that he is studying the Torah and the prophets, that was a term used by Jewish priests. The Bible doesn't say that Nathaniel was studying the word of the Lord, though, so we can't say yes, that's what he was doing. But either way, when he first hears from Philip that the Messiah is from Nazareth, his response is one of doubt. <laughs> Can anything good come out of Nazareth? And he walks towards Jesus and Jesus says look an Israelite in whom there is no deceit meaning when nathaniel hears enters into his mind he doesn't twist the words around he'll speak it truthfully straight and honest and then nathaniel he says before philip called you i saw you under the fig tree nathaniel hears the words of jesus and it enters in and it works around and he realizes this is no ordinary man. He has heard what Philip said. He has now heard the words from Jesus. And it leads Nathaniel to realize who this is. And his response is one of faith, placing his faith in Jesus and following him as one of the twelve disciples. Throughout the Gospel of John, we see these encounters with people. And we see reactions. Nathanael kind of begins the bookend that ends with what we sing. These things are written so that you would believe Jesus is the Christ. These two events kind of bookend each other. Throughout the rest of the Gospel of John, people hear Jesus. They don't understand. And their response is to walk away. Nicodemus meets him in the garden at night time. A whole crowd is out with Jesus when he tells them that unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you will will not have life. And that whole crowd, they, oh, that's a hard saying. And they turn and leave. Even the disciples are right there on the edge. Uh, Lord, that is a hard thing. But at the end, you get Thomas and then John telling us the whole reason that Jesus comes preaching and teaching, living and dying. The whole reason that everything is written down and passed on as Philip passed on to Nathanael. These things are written not so that they would just bang around in your eardrum and in your head. So that you would believe, so that you would hear in order to obey, so that you would know the Lord. To know the Lord is like Samuel, is to obey his will, to do his will, to love and trust in God above all other things. We need to understand the use of these words. Just as I try and train my kids to understand, when I say hear, it means obey. Obey. When I command you to know the Lord, it means to obey God. Live out His life, His will. Trust in Him in all things. Run to Him for all things. Rely on His love in all places. We're really good. We're really good at coming to church and hearing the Word we sinful human beings are also really good at letting those signals just bounce around in our head and then probably go out the other ear. Come Monday morning, we've forgotten what happened Sunday morning. Come Saturday night, we know what's coming Sunday morning. I invite you to again join me in reading the Word of God, hearing the Word each and every day in your life. And not just putting it on an audio Bible as I've been apt to do in the past and just letting the words bounce around and then going, wait, what did I just hear? I just went through two chapters and I don't remember a word that was said. That's hearing like my kids hear. I love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) To actually dig into the word and let it resonate within you and lead you And strengthen your faith. That is what we are calling you to do. We cannot do that alone. The same as Nathaniel at first, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good help me from this book, the Bible? But it is the Spirit that works through the Word. As Jesus simply said, Follow me, his command worked in their lives. As Jesus said, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Everything begins with Jesus, his word going out, acting in us, drawing us closer. If we cut off that lifeline of his word, we have cut off Jesus. (coughs) Excuse me. Final point to be made Jesus tells Nathaniel. You will see greater things than these. You will see the angels ascending and descending. If you remember the story of Jacob, he goes to a place called Bethel in the Old Testament. And there he finds a rock to lay his head on at night to rest. And he has a vision. And this vision is a ladder to heaven. And he sees angels ascending and descending from earth to heaven. He set up an altar that place and called it Bethel. Jesus, now, is that place. Upon Jesus is where the angels ascend and descend. Jesus is where heaven and earth are brought together. And without him, we don't have heaven. And that's why he says you will see the angels ascending and descending. Just like Jacob saw them. Now it's no longer Bethel. It's no longer the temple that they go to. It's now Jesus. It's him we go to, to find heaven, to receive heaven, to go to heaven. He is where heaven and earth joined together in one. He is where God came to us, reconciling us, giving us new life. This is why we always say, remember your baptism. And that's the closing hymn I have today. Is the baptism where Jesus was placed on us, in us, connecting us to heaven. And I've gotten this many times. From people saying, you baptized me as a baby. I don't remember that. I don't remember my baptism. That's fine. I don't remember the actual act. I don't remember the day I was born either. But I celebrate my birthday Every day I wake up and give thanks that I have life. Every morning I wake up and give thanks that I've been baptized. Because that's the life that was given to me. Many of you have asked me over the last two and a half years, why do you always talk about baptism? Why do you always tell me to remember my baptism? That is why. Because in your baptism is where heaven was placed on you and given to you. And eternal life was yours. And it's that hope and peace and joy and comfort that I receive from knowing that it is mine. So, for the rest of this year, don't simply hear the Word of God. Obey the Word of God. Do His will. Let it resonate within you, let it pull you to places. Meet new people. Rely upon it in all things. Trust in Him for all things. Let's close in prayer. (laughs) Gracious Lord, You came down from heaven to earth in order to reconnect us to heaven. Lord, we give You thanks that You have called us out of our sins. You have forgiven us and given us new life. Lord, strengthen us through your word. Enable us to hear you each and every day, to obey you, to follow you as your servants in this world. Lord, strengthen us for the tasks you have placed before us, to do the good works you have made for us to walk in, in the faith that you have given us, Lord. Give us strength for the days ahead. In your name we pray. Amen.